This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSCG right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. I'm Carl Demasi. It's January 18th. It's a little chilly outside, baby. It's 35 degrees and uh, it's going to warm up to a high of 49. Uh, we got that cold front coming through again. But you know what? Let's warm up. Let's talk a little sports. Pull up to that radio. Pull up to that internet connection. And let's talk local sports. Savannah, Georgia sports. And that's what I do every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. 104.3 FM and AM 1400. You just got to love it. You just got to love talking sports on a Saturday morning. And uh, once again, we're here for two hours. The first game is from 9 to 10. The second game from 10 to 11. We got a great lineup. I'm going to give you all the high school prep hardwood Basketball scores from last night in a couple of minutes that I could find. And, of course, with the help of the local media, uh, all the TV stations, especially WJCL, our sister station, and, of course, the Savannah Morning News. In the second quarter of the first hour, we'll talk to one of the... We'll talk about one of the hottest girls basketball program in the area. The FEM County Lady Rebels with the head coach of that team is Mr. Curtis Stevens. Then we'll talk in the third quarter... Another hot team on the boys' side. They took one last night on the chin, though. First lost in region. We'll talk with the head coach of the Warriors of the H.V. Jenkins Head Basketball Program. Sorry, of the H.V. Jenkins Basketball Program. That's the head coach, Bakari Bryant. We'll close out the first hour in the fourth quarter with some uh, some topics. We'll talk PGA. We'll talk about local happenings here in Savannah, Georgia. Then we'll come back for the second game from 10 to 12, from 10 to 11. I wish I had another extra hour because there's so much to talk about. And uh, we'll open it up with the scoreboard and uh, talk about topics here, local news topics, sports news topics. The Savannah Hockey Tire Classic, Georgia Tech going for its eighth Thrasher Cup tonight when they take on Georgia. Wow. Georgia took a beating. The Ice Dogs lost 14-1 to last night against the hated Gators from the frozen pond, the frozen swamp there in Gainesville. 14 to 1. Georgia Tech won 4 to 1 over Florida State ACC rivals. We'll get into that later. Then we'll get into the second quarter of the second hour, roughly about 10 17. We'll talk to our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. She'll be in studio. This young girl has come over a lot. Come. She's uh, had to deal with a lot of adversity and uh, especially knee injuries. She's back. She's on the hardwood over there for the Savannah Country Day Hornets, the Lady Hornets, and that's Amari Oliver. I had a chance of coaching against this girl when she was a freshman. I knew she'd be a force. Tough breaks, two ACL uh, injuries, one to each knee. We'll talk to her about it, but she came back the other night and 16 points, 7 for 10 shooting against the rival Savannah Christian Lady Red Raiders. So we'll talk to Amari Oliver roughly about 10, 17. Then we'll visit with a guest. A guest that's all out there in Seattle. He is on location for the Seattle San Francisco 49er NFC Championship football game. High school friend of mine, high school classmate from East Rockaway, New York. Now he writes for the New York Post. He's the Giants beat writer, and that's 
Paul Swartz. In high school, we used to call him Swartz on Sports. Well, Paul Swartz knows his NFL football. Uh, once again, he's been covering the Giants since 1992. So I'm excited about talking to Paul Swartz, and then we'll close out the show. On to the high school scoreboard, and there was a lot last night. We'll start with the Georgia Independent Schools Association, Brentwood Academy. This is on the girls' side. Let's start with the ladies first. Always ladies first. Know your manners, as my mother would tell me. Uh, ladies first. Okay, so we're going to start with the Georgia Independent Schools Association girls first. Brentwood Academy, 54, Memorial Day School, 26. Memorials, Sharika, Dukes, led all scores with 16 points. Let's go to 5A, the big schools. The Lady Rebels, 69. Windsor Forest, 22. Julia Ford, Keisha Lewis. Scores her thousandth point last night. She's only a junior, one of the best girls in this area. Remember, Keisha Lewis, okay, she had 16 points in the win for the Lady Rebels. Richmond Hill, all over grows, 50-6, to six, okay, the Lady Wildcats taking care of the Lady Rebels. Kiara Jackson, who scored her thousand point last week, had 12 points. Of course, that was twice as many as the Groves team had. Okay, Jenkins, Beach Ware County, 51-47, standout. Division One ball player Faith Sanders scores 23 points and has 21 rebounds, six assists, three block shots, four steals. That's a night for uh, that young lady. Okay, Faith Sanders. Okay, she's already uh, committed to North Z the Northwestern Kentucky. Uh, she <laughs> Division One basketball program. Okay, but what was really amazing, Weir County came into the game 14 and two. Big region win for the Lady Warriors. We'll go to 4A. 4A. South Fevian, 58, Statesboro, 54, Deanna Germain. All these girls are, you know, these girls are the elite of what we have here in Savannah, Georgia. She scores a game-high 25 points for the Lady Mustangs as they beat the Blue Devils, the Lady Blue Devils from Statesboro. And Shay Leverett added 17 points and 13 rebounds. Double-double for Shay Leverett. We go to 3A, uh, Tattnall County, Beach Beach. 57-55, that's the first loss for the Beach Lady Bulldogs this year in region play. So we have a tie atop Region 3A with the Beach Lady Bulldogs and the Tattnall County Lady Battery Creek Water Warriors, I guess you would say. Uh, you know, Beach came back. They were behind all game. They took the lead, 55-54. Uh, Tattnall scored the last three points of the game to win. So Beach now is 17-1, 9-1 in region. They trailed by nine at halftime, and then uh, then they trailed by eight at the end of the third quarter. They came back and took the lead, but they couldn't uh, overcome the Battery Creek water Warriors of Tattnall County. Jacqueline Anderson led Beach with 18 points, and Erica Hicks added 16. Johnson all over Brantley County, 81-35. Jomi Odimibi, okay? I, I, if I mispronounce that, please give me a call. The phone lines are open, 912-920-4441. But it's Jomi Odimibi. Scored 25 points, had 14 rebounds, 7 blocks to lead Johnson over Bradley County. Pierce County beats Islands, 45-28. Taylor Prince led Islands with 12 points. St. Vincent's beats Jeff Davis. Taylor Deloach, one of the outstanding track athletes in this area. She also loves basketball. Had 12 points in the second half for the Saints. The Saints improved to 7-8, and 4-3 and three in region play. She also had 13 rebounds. So another double-double for a young lady on the hardwood last night. In Class A... The Georgia High School Class A, Calvary beats Country Day 41-34.
Deanna Magwood has 10 points and 10 rebounds. Another double-double. Calvary improves to 9-1 and 5-0 in region play. The Country Day Hornets, uh, you know, of course, uh, played tough. and They hung in there. It was tied at halftime, and Calvary pulls away. Savannah Christian, the Lady Red Raiders, wins on a buzzer beater, a three-pointer by Casey Hart to beat Jenkins County, 59-57. Chandler E. Walson, 22 points for the Lady Red Lady Red Raiders. Bryan County, all over Toombs County, 57-41. All right, let's go to the young men, the boys. Let's go to the boys' side of the court. Georgia Independent Schools Association, Memorial Day School, defending state champion, beats Brentwood, 58-46. Alonzo Baker has 24 points to lead the Matadors on the hardwood. Bethesda. Beats Millage Academy, 73-63. Sean DeLote scores eight of his game-high 27 points in the fourth quarter. Effingham, all over Windsor Forest. Two games, back-to-back, Effingham scored in the 90s. They beat Effingham, they beat Windsor Forest last night, 99-66. Ware County beats Jenkins. Jenkins' first loss in region play, um, 80-73. Brendan Carter leads Jenkins with 20 points. South Effingham, Statesboro, I have no score. Believe me, I searched high and low. New Hampstead, all over Aplin County, 59-49. Duwan, Dewan Gaston has a game-high 18 points to lead the Phoenix. Tattnall County beats Beach, 65-59. Xavier Truell and Jamal Baker have 13 points and 10 points for the Bulldogs. Uh, Pierce County beats Islands, 53-42. Freshmen stand out, Justin Cave puts in 15 for the Sharks. Benedictine, seven straight for those cadets. They beat Jeff Davis 55-40. And when you have a winning program, it just goes from one place to the other. So it's, you know, it's, you got it, you know, you got to love it. You know, uh, you know, winning from one sport goes and carries on to winning of another sport. So football was successful. The cadets are getting their basketball shoes now under their feet, <laughs> under their legs, because, you know, they went straight from football to basketball. So seven straight for the cadets. In Class A, Calvary 71, Country Day 37. These four guys did it on the football field. Once again, another team had to wait for their football players to come play basketball. Derek Kirkland has 15 points. Khalid Hughes has 11. Robert Haywood and Jordan Walker have 10 points apiece. Haywood also had 12 rebounds. Double-double right there for Robert uh, Robert Haywood. Savannah Christian beats Jenkins County 53-49. Uh, A.J. Sanders goes 8-for-8 eight eight from the free-throw line. Pretty impressive. I'd like to give Savannah Christian the victory. Sanders had 12 points on the Gage. High score for though for the Red Raiders was Gage Hawkins 14 and Bryan County all over Toons County 75-51. I know we're, we're running over on the scoreboard, but once again, love to follow PGA. Brian Harmon moves up 21 spots. First two rounds, he shoots a 69-66. He's nine over. He's still nine behind the leader because Patrick Reed shot... A 63 and 63 back to back at the PGA Humania, Humania, you, sorry, Humania Challenge, okay? That's at the PGA West, uh, Palma Course in La Quinta Country Club in California, okay? So once again, Brian Harmon, Blake Adams, local guy from Statesboro, four under, Will Claxton from Swainsboro, is three under. So we have those three guys still in that PGA tournament. So we got a lot going on in PGA. So, hey, stay tuned. We're going to be talking Lady Rebel basketball in a couple of seconds. 
couple of minutes. Remember, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, Optimal Orthopedics. They present this show every week right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, and it's all in one convenient location. Optimal Orthopedics is your best choice. For comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. It's a cold, lovely Savannah, Georgia today. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optimhealth. That's O-P-T-I-M-H-E-A-L-T-H, optimhealth.com. Next up, we'll be talking to the man that is control of the... FEM County Lady Rebels basketball program, and that's Curtis Stevens. You're listening to the Call of the Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm glad you could join me on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM for the Carl Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused, same great place, just a, just a new name located at 210 Eastern Avenue. Used to be Optimal, uh, uh, sorry, slow down. Used to be Southeastern Orthopedics Center, now it's Optimal Orthopedics. And it's all right here on ESPN Radio here in Savannah. You know, I love following high school basketball. I just wish we had more, more stories covered in the newspaper, but we don't do that. We don't get that much. We get a lot for football, uh, but I don't know why we don't get more stories covered for basketball. That's, but that's another topic. And, uh, once again, uh, watching girls basketball, boys basketball, it, it's great. I, and I keep on saying this. Football is not king in the Savannah area. Basketball is king. Football is the queen. And I'm telling you right now, this man can tell you that. He played college basketball. He loves basketball. He's been down here as long as I have. He does a great job up there at FEM County High School. Was the assistant coach for the boys for a couple of years now. He's taken over the girls program. And they're one of the best programs in the area right now. They're off to a great start. Okay. And once again, I, I'm, I want to be correct here. They're 17-1 overall. They're 8-0 in region. They won last night. They had a big win last night again over Windsor Forest. And even though he's from Philadelphia, Philadelphia, I love this man. And that's, of course, the head coach of the FEM County Lady Rebels. And he's joining us now on the ESPN AM 1400 and 104.3 FM hotline, not the hot seat. And that's Curtis Stevens. What's up there, big guy? What's up, Coach? Hey, you know, I'm just talking local sports, and I know I could talk your ear off, and you could do the same with me, but we're talking local sports, and uh, I'm highlighting the basketball teams now, and the Lady Rebels are on a roll, Coach. you got to be enjoying it. After a great year last year where you guys went like 22-6, and six, and you made a deep run in the state playoffs, it's got to be special to you because you're in charge of the whole thing. Yeah, it's an exciting time for us. Uh, we're really proud of our program and uh, what our kids have been able to accomplish Uh you know, they're just a special group, and, and they enjoy being together. They enjoy playing together. They work really hard. Uh, they come to practice every day with a great attitude, and uh, it's just been a lot of fun to be a part of. 
I mean, it's been a lot of fun watching what you guys are doing. I got to watch some games last year, the playoff games, and uh, just it's just craziness up there in FEM County High School. Now you got some new bleaches out there. I mean, people are buying into this program. Like I said before, and I know you got to probably take the fifth on this, but I I'm going to say it here again: basketball is king down here, and you're, you're a Philadelphia guy. You you you, you, you know, basketball is. Uh, in, in the in Philadelphia, in the city of Philadelphia is big time, just like in New York City. I mean, you, you got to agree with me on that one, don't you? Yeah, you know, I grew up outside Philadelphia, watching the the Big Five play, following Villanova as a kid, and uh, and then relocating to the South, uh, especially the Savannah area. It's got a rich tradition in basketball, and uh, seeing our program in Effingham County, both boys and girls, grow over the last ten years has been you know something special. Uh, it's, a, it's a neat atmosphere up here because our boys' program has been really solid and, and had a great success last year. And then our girls' program has had some success you know, for the, the two programs to do it together and uh, to just be a kind of a part of it. And the boys' program supports us, and, and the girls' program supports the boys, and the community has really rallied around our two programs. And, uh, you know, our gym has just been a – a great place to watch high school basketball, and it's it's been really exciting. Well, you know, I, I know your fan base is crazy about it. I mean, I had a chance to enjoy it for three years, and it was something special. And, uh, you, I mean, you got to get to an Effingham County basketball game. You really do. The place of Madhouse. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a big game for the girls and boys Tuesday night uh, when the Effingham County Rebels and Lady Rebels take on the Jenkins High School Warriors, H.V. Jenkins High School Warriors. Boys and girls, Curtis, set the stage for Tuesday night because I know it's going to be a re big region game for both teams. Yeah, Jenkins uh, girls are playing really well. They had a big win last night. Uh, they got one of the best players in the area, and, uh, Faith Sanders, and, and she really she does a lot of, of really good things, works hard, great rebounder, good scorer. So we're going to have our hands full, uh, you know, trying to stop them. And, you know, if, if we can kind of stick to our, you know, our plan of just playing really good defense and boxing out and finishing possessions and then being patient on offense, I think we have a, a great opportunity to get a, a home region win. And then with the boys, uh, the boys side having two top 10 teams in our gym, two top 10 teams in the state come to our gym to play, I think it's just going to be a great night of basketball. I mean, uh, you know, it, 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 you got big games all over the, the place here Tuesday night. Now, you talked about Faith Sanders, but your, your girls are not too shabby either, Coach. I mean, Keisha Lewis, uh, Jacavia Aikens. I mean, it, it's just been such a great a great group of girls for you. And uh, one of my f favorites is Aaliyah Williams. Uh, did I get Aaliyah? Yeah, Aaliyah Williams. I mean, she's just a hard worker. Let's, let's give some love out to your ladies. Uh, Keisha Lewis, 1,000-point scorer, and she's only a junior. She is special. Yeah, Keisha's a great, a great player, a great student, and you know, most importantly, just a really great kid. And she works hard. She's got a great attitude. Uh, she plays basketball 365 days a year. So her her hard work is paying off for her. It was really a proud moment last night to see her score a thousand point. Um, you know, but the whole team collectively is just very unselfish, and um, you know, they celebrated that accomplishment for for Keisha last night together as a team. And you know, Jacavia is a of pass first, defense first kind of point guard facilitates to other players. Um, Aaliyah just plays really solid defense. Ebony Hicklin is a great six man coming off the bench. Uh, we picked up Michaela Robinson on, on a transfer. 
and uh, she's just kind of blended into our team of just team defense and team offense, uh, just playing together, having fun together. Um, so it's been they're just a special group because they're not they're not worried about the numbers, they're not worried about individual stats or accomplishments. They they just want to they just want to do what it takes to win games. And uh, you know we had some success last year, and we're off to a a good start again this year. So that. It's a, it's a special group to be a part of. They're a pleasure to coach. Uh, and, you know, we're just hoping we can continue rolling in the, in the right direction. Uh, I mean, you know, I, you know, and I know it's tough trying to remember the whole roster, but I'm telling you, uh, I mean, just like Brooke Fowler, and I got to give a big shout out to uh, Triana Williams, who that girl has stuck with the program through thick and thin, and uh, she works hard. I mean, it, it's just it's just a feather in your cap what you've done with those young ladies, and I know you got a special person that does it with you, the assistant coach Susan Ustry, which is a, I mean, one of the best the best assistant coaches I've ever had, and just loves those girls. So uh, say something about little. Uh, Coach Ushery there. Yeah, you're not going to find a better assistant coach uh, than Coach Ushery. She does everything that you could think of to make uh, my life easier as an assistant. She knows the game of basketball. She's as dependable as they come. But most importantly, she takes care of the girls. And they, if they need something, she's on it. And most of the time, she's so in tune with the team and with the girls that she knows what they need before they know they need it. So she is just she takes care of them. She gets them what they need. She's she's like a second mother to most of them. And, uh, you know, part of our success is because of Coach Ustery and the things that, that she does for our program. We, we definitely wouldn't be where we are these last couple of years without the work and, and effort that she puts into our program. And you know what, Curtis? All I can do is I can vouch that. Vouch for that. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio AM 1400 104.3 FM. I'm talking to the head coach of the Lady Rebels. That's the Effingham County Lady Rebels, Curtis Stevens. Well, Coach, to finish this up, uh, you know, two minute drill as we say here in uh, in, in football and uh, you know the last minute in basketball. You got a tough tough schedule down the road. I mean, Jenkins, Glen Academy, Ware County, South Effingham, uh, which is the only blemish on your uh, uh, your um, your record and in Bradwell, Richmond Hill not 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 an easy schedule to finish out the season you know we just try to take it one game at a time uh, you know our, we, we focus on on just playing really good solid defense uh, you know I always tell the girls that if you if you play defense and you buy into playing good defense that travels well so whether you're home whether you're on the road you can play defense because it's an effort thing it's a hustle thing and uh, you know we got Jenkins Tuesday night at home we're looking at that game, and we're just focusing on taking care of that. And then, you know, you kind of peak on Friday, go and travel to Glen Academy. They're going to be as tough a team that will play all year long. So we need to be ready and focused on, on handling their pressure. Uh, but at, first of all, we have to play good team basketball Tuesday night and, and try to take care of Jenkins in our gym. Well, Curtis, uh, you know, I know you and I could sit here and talk for hours about basketball and what's going on up there. I, I appreciate you taking Saturday morning, coming on the show, and uh, you know what? You're doing a great job, buddy. I knew you uh, you love the game. You're something special for those girls, and keep up the great work. And anytime you want to blow your horn, buddy, just let me know. Quickly, pick Seattle or San Francisco for uh, tomorrow uh, for the NFC Championship. San Francisco, they're the hot team. You got it, buddy. Tell everybody at home I said hello. And uh, as always, Curtis, go Rebels. It's a pleasure, Carl. Thank you very much.
And that's Curtis Stevens, the head basketball coach of the Effingham County Lady Rebels. They're off to a 17-1 start, 8-0 region play. Tough schedule to tow to finish out the season, but I'm telling you right now, you heard it. Curtis Stevens believes in defense, and Susan Ushery is is his type of coach. I mean, she believes in defense also. Remember, offense wins games, but defense wins championships. And they're ranked highly in the Class 5A uh, classification here in Georgia. Great job. Keep up the good work. We're going to come back and we'll talk on the boys' side. We're going to talk to another team that's having a great season, and that's the H.V. Jenkins Warriors with the head coach, Bakari Bryant. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm glad you could join me every Saturday morning for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. It's January 18th. It's a little chilly outside. Right now, it's about, I'd say it's going up a degree. Oh, sorry, it's going up three degrees. It's 38 degrees right here with a high of 49. And I'm glad you could join join me or listen to me, whether it's for five minutes or for 15 minutes or it's for one segment, the whole show. I really do appreciate it. It's all about local sports. And we're talking basketball this morning, and we got some hot teams. We just finished talking about the Effingham County Lady Rebels with uh, the head coach, Curtis Stevens. They're off to a great start. While on the boys' side, this team is ranked one of the top teams in the state, and they've had a great season so far. They're off to a 14-2 uh, and two start. They lost their first regional game last night against Ware County, but I'm telling you right now, this man was a product of Coach Tim Jordan, the legendary Tim Jordan at Savannah High. He's brought that philosophy over to the hardwood there at H.V. Jenkins High School on Duran Avenue, and he's doing a great job. The kids love him. The kids are following his directions, and uh, you know he's going to join us right now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline, and that's the head coach of the Warriors, Bakari Bryant. Good morning, Bakari. Good How's it going? It's chilly, the just chilly morning. You doing good? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. I know you took you took a tough one last night, but you guys have been on a roll. You're doing a great job. I mean, I mean, last year you guys were uh, twenty. Uh, let me see, uh, twenty-two and ten, thirteen and one in region, and uh, it's just carried on to this year. So, tell me, how have you carried that philosophy, uh, you know, from winning last year to this year? And you guys are off to a great start. I know you, you hit a bump in the road last night. You got a big game Tuesday night. But tell us, the boys have been buying into this. Tell tell us about the the program and what's so special about it to these young men. And, um, you know, I have a, a, a group of great young men you know, who are very disciplined and, and coachable. And, um, you know, these guys, they, they, they join together as a family, as a, a one big brotherhood. And, and the biggest thing with my coach, my assistant coach, Jerry Hanson, I always mention, is being able to trust and believe of one another. I mean, that's what it's all about. They got to trust you, and they got to trust each other. And, and you know, the kids are buying into it. And uh, so, uh, last night a tough loss down at Ware County. But when, when you play on the road down at Ware County, it's tough, Coach, right? Can you that? Can I hear you? Say that again, Coach. Can you repeat that call? I missed that. 
I said, uh, you hit a bump on the road last night. You traveled down to Ware County. But anytime you travel down there to Ware County, uh, way across the state, it, it's pretty tough uh, playing down there in that environment. And they do have very good basketball players down there. And, you know, it's, it's always tough when you go down to Ware County and play basketball. You know, Ware County came out and they played, played one of the best games that I've ever seen them play. And uh, like I said, I can't take anything away from them. They came out and they, everything that happened to us last night was because of Ware County. Um, but I, I would like to start off with myself. You know, um, you know, I came out unfocused. Um, you know, the first start off, you know, I, I was I was not just for success. The first thing, you know, cause when I came like after the game, the first person I called was Coach Jordan, and I mentioned that to him. I said, "Well, Coach, you know, I didn't have on my suit. You know, I went I went into the game too casual. I'm not focused. You know, and, and, that, and that comes with experience. You know, and it comes with with the learning moment." Well, you know, it, it definitely does play a role. And, you know, you, when you dress for success, uh, I think uh, everybody buys into it. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, you're prepared for it, you're ready to go for it. And sometimes, you know, where, where will you be in coaching? Coaching happens. But, uh, I mean, you're getting a lot of consistent play from some uh, some really, really uh, key players in this area. Brandon, Brandon Carter, uh, Malik Ben-Levy, uh, Jamel Lanier. I'm just naming these off the top of the head because I, I see their names every day or every uh, Tuesday and Friday in the paper on the, on the news. Tell us about your team. Who's having an outstanding year and who's who's surprised uh, you this year that's making an impact on the uh, war, in the Warrior basketball program? Well, you know, those guys, you know, uh, they came out pretty strong this year. Um, the, the, my surprise was, was um, Jamel Lanier. I kind of knew what he was capable of doing. But, you know, this guy came out here and he showed everybody that he can play basketball on another level. And um, he, he kind of been out back though, along with the rest of the guys, Ben Levy, Brendan Carter, and um, and, um, and uh, Jamel Thomas. Also, uh, like the mention of Jamel Thomas, Jamel Thomas is a key factor to our defense as well. I mean, this young man been in the program for three, for four years, and uh, I came in with a sophomore, and um, he kind of grew with the program, and um, very coachable. And, and, and over the years, you saw his game expand. And like I said, he gave him a major role on our defense side of the ball. And I, I can name, I can name a few more: Cross A, Harris, and Deontay uh, Light. Um, you know, all, all of those guys grew, and all of those guys were a surprise to me. Um, even though I knew what their what, what their capabilities were. And what their capabilities are, these guys came out and they step up to the plate and they play well. Well, you, you have you have to have uh, a supporting cast with the stars, and not a lot of people know that. You know, they might score one or two points a game, but when they come in, they give that star break, and uh, that's what you need on a basketball team. Now, uh, you know, you, you talk, talked about your assistant coach earlier. Uh, tell us about your assistant coaches. Tell us about your coaching staff. What that means to you, uh, having them on the sideline with you. Oh, uh, you know, um, that happened, you know, me and that guy, we played together at Seminole High School. We were on the state championship team back in 1998. And, um, you know, he, he had that same demeanor back then. You know, how he was coached back then is the same approach that we take these young men. You know, working hard, you know, pushing them to the, to the limit, you know, and, and, and expecting the best out of them. Um, you know, on the back of our shooting shirt, we have on there, we don't win practice. We don't win games, we win practice. Because the games are won in practice. If you go out and you play hard and you try to be, you win every day in practice, and then it comes easy in game time, in the situation Well, Coach, you, you know what? Uh, you, you've learned from a, a very good guy in, in Tim Jordan, and uh, people don't realize it. I, I don't think kids realize it, that, you know, practice, you play like you practice. And if you don't go out and give everything you got in practice, it hurts your game, doesn't it? It does, it does, it does. It, it hurts your game a lot because, you know, 
you know the saying that it goes is that play how you practice. You know, if you if you don't if you don't practice this there are very few people that can go out and, and play without practicing. You know, but I haven't met that person yet, you know. So I mean, I, I'm a true believer that, you know, you play how you practice. If you don't prepare if you don't prepare to the fullest, then you don't play to the if you don't play to the fullest. And in the last night situation, I didn't prepare myself. I didn't prepare myself as a coach. You know, and I, and I felt that the game was lost from the bench. I was out coached last night, and I'm not afraid to admit it. You know, now I got to go back to the drawing board, you know, and, and rethink some things and come back out, you know, and, and, and come back out on a better note today. Well, you know, we, we all learn from our mistakes. I've been coaching basketball now for uh, <laughs> 32 years, and I'm telling you right now, there's always – we always make mistakes. We always, you know, there, there are things that we can second guess that we should have done, and uh, it's part of the game, and that's what, what it's all about, learning from your mistakes. So uh, you had a tough one last night. You don't have an easy one today at home against uh, McIntosh Academy Academy, uh, even though, you know, they're 2A. They're one of the better programs in the state, and then you got a, a big one Tuesday night. You think your kids are going to be looking forward to Tuesday night before tonight? I'm going to Tuesday night. Um, a big game, a big regional showdown game. Again, like I mentioned before, you said if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And right now, Bethlehem County is the defending region champion. And also, they, they, they appeared in the Final Four last year. So, um, you know, we have to go out, you know, refocus ourselves, starting with tonight. You know, can't look ahead, and that's probably been another thing. Looking ahead, you got to start taking one game at a time. You got to start tonight with McIntosh County, and then Tuesday night, we have Bethlehem. Well, Coach, I mean, be proud of what you're doing over there because, uh, you know, you're carrying on that legacy. The Warriors uh, are back on track. They're one of the best programs in the city. I know when I got here in 95, I got a chance to coach over there for three years. And, uh, I mean, it's just they, they love their basketball at Jenkins High School. Thanks for coming on. Good luck tonight, and especially good luck uh, Tuesday night going in that hostile environment. Uh, thank you, Carl. Thank you for having me. And that's Bakari Bryant, the head coach of the HV Jenkins Warriors. Uh, I mean, just the two years. I mean, last year he guided the team to a a 22 and 10 record, 13 one. They made a deep run in the playoffs. They're off to a 14 and two, seven one start this year. He's got McIntosh Academy today, uh, McIntosh County Academy today at 6:30. Uh, Right there, Jenkins High School on Durant Avenue. Great matchup. Two top teams where they're not in the same classification. And then, of course, Tuesday night, the big game in Effingham County, Springfield. That's North Effingham, as people like to say, for the uh, Region 1 first place uh, position because they both got one loss. Next up, we got an open segment. We'll talk a little bit more sports. We'll talk uh, whatever you want to talk about. Give us a call at 920-4441. I did a little poll on my blog. Um... I wanted the fans to pick the best team, who they thought was the best team in uh, the Savannah area. We'll talk about that. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And remember, it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl Demasi. I can glad that you can join me. 
on another beautiful Saturday morning here in Savannah, Georgia for the Call of the Bossy Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM WSEG. Well, we're into the last segment. Last quarter of the first hour, it's been a great show. We talked a little Lady Rebel basketball with Curtis Stevens. Thanks for coming on, uh, joining me on the uh, hotline. Same thing with Bakari Bryant, the head coach of uh, the Jenkins Warriors boys basketball program. Both teams off to a hot, hot uh, you know, a hot, a hot, a hot start here in Savannah, Georgia, as far as basketball goes. And uh, you know, I, I got to go a little further and uh, talk about basketball versus football here in Savannah, Georgia. Now, I've been here since 1995, and basketball has always been unbelievable. Always packing the house. I mean, doing a great job. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, but we still want to say that football is king here in Savannah, Georgia. And I'm a football coach. I'm a basketball coach. I coach both sports. But I'm telling you, the basketball packs the house. It packs the house. Private, public, Georgia Independent, Skeezer. I mean, and you know... I, I, I just wish there was more coverage of the games that go on here in Savannah, Georgia, whether it be in the media, it's in the media, whether it be in the newspaper, whether it be on TV. We need to get more coverage out here. I mean, because people love, love their basketball. I just wish there was more coverage in the paper. I mean, I'm, 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 I love the guys at the Savannah Morning News. The Savannah Morning News does a great job. I know they only have a certain amount of uh, uh, space to print um Articles, but you know, let's have a little more local flavor. I mean, those guys, Nathan Dominance, Anthony Stastny, uh, Donald Heath, Dennis Knight, they do a great job. Uh, you know, football on a Friday, on a Saturday morning, we'd wake up and we'd have three or four football stories. We could do that on a Tuesday or Friday night, I hope. I mean, I don't know what the specifics are. I don't know what the, uh, you know, how much the budget is, but you know, I, I know people would love to read about, like Tuesday night, FEM, uh, you got FEM taking on uh, Jenkins up there in um, Springfield. Then you got uh, down here in Savannah, you got Savannah State, you got Johnson playing Savannah High. Two big time games. Uh, you know, so, I mean, they'll probably be covered, but, they, you know, I'm just telling you right now, I, you know, I just feel basketball is, is big time here in Savannah, Georgia. I put a little poll on my uh, blog, which is the Call of the Mossy Sports Report blog, and, uh, who has the best prep basketball team in Savannah area? This is before yesterday's games, but 201 people voted. The fans voted. Uh, Jenkins came in first with 118 votes. Savannah High was second with 26. Effingham County with 20. Calvary with 19. Johnson with 11. And Memorial Day School got four. And there were three other votes. So the fans think that the boys program at Jenkins is the top program, boys program in the area. Okay, then we go to the girls' side. It was a little closer. Not that many people voted on the girls' side, which I don't know why. It's half of what voted on the boys' side. Uh, you know, we got to give some love to both here. They had Calvary Day School at number one, Beach number two, Effingham County number three, uh, South Effingham at number four, Johnson at number five. Richmond Hill was tied with Johnson. Uh, then we had others with seven votes. So right now, as far as the fans say, and I know it's a small poll, not that many people voted, but the Jenkins boys was number one, and the Calvary girls was number one on, on the girls' side, so, I mean, I love to see Calvary girls take on the Beach girls and the FEM County girls, which they're going to do, um, and, and not the FEM County girls, the uh, Calvary girls take on the South FEM girls, so, uh, it'd be love to see, but 
basketball is king here in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, I just wish more people would, uh, you know, I just wish we had more avenues to get out more news about the games that are every Friday night. I mean, because if you look at the scoreboard last night, we had some great games. Savannah Christian uh, taking on Jenkins County, winning at the last second. Calvary taking on Country Day. Big rivalry. I mean, uh, so, I mean, uh, then, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I guess. <laughs> Want to get more news out? To talk about the good kids, talk about the, I think, is probably the number one sport here in Savannah, Georgia, and that's basketball. Uh, just to go to the PGA, I don't want to leave the PGA out. Once again, Brian Harmon moved up 21 spots. Um, he shot uh, a 66 yesterday. That leaves him nine under. He's nine off the pace. Then we have Blake Adams, another local guy from Georgia Southern. He's uh, at four under. He shot a 70 and 70 the last two days. And then Will Claxton out of Swainsboro shot a 71-70, and he's at minus three under. But the leader... In the uh, Humania Challenge, which is out there in La Quinta, California, Patrick Reed, a 63 and a 63, unbelievable. Uh, to go on the college uh, basketball side, let's talk a little hoops about the college. Savannah State has a big game, big doubleheader tonight uh, in the MEAC Conference. The men are off to a 3-0 in the MEAC Conference. The ladies are 2-1. They both take on, well, the men take on... Sorry, they both take on Bethune-Cookman in a NEAC game tonight uh, at 4 o'clock, the girls, and the guys are at 6 o'clock, and the theme is Geek Night. And then uh, on uh, next Tuesday, uh, no, on Monday night, they take on Florida A&M. Okay, that's the MLK celebration, 6 o'clock for the ladies, 8 o'clock for the men. Armstrong's off to a uh, great start. Uh, they're... Um, the ladies are nine and four overall, four and three in conference in Peach Belt Conference. The men are six and eight, three and four in Peach Belt. Uh, they both are on the road today. Uh, Armstrong is on the road today at Columbus State. The guy, girls play at three thirty. Uh, sorry, the girls play at one thirty. The guys play at three thirty. So uh, that's as far as college basketball goes. We got a whole nother hour coming up. We got the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week from Savannah Country Day. Amari Oliver already waiting in the studio. We're going to talk to. A guy that I think knows his NFL football, and that's the New York Post beat writer for the New York Giants, Paul Schwartz. Plus, he's a high school buddy of mine. We graduated the same year. So he's going to give us a breakdown on San Francisco, Seattle, and, of course, New England against uh, Denver. And then we'll uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Give us a call at 921-920-4441. You're listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report. Stay tuned for hour number two. And it's all presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome back to the Call Demasi Sports Report for hour number two. That's right, hour number two. We played two games here. The first one was just nine to ten. The second game is ten to eleven, and it's all brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM Savannah. Sorry. ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG. And it, it's been an exciting, uh, it was an exciting night last night on the hardwood. We got a lot of things going on here in Savannah, Georgia. We got the Savannah Tire Hockey Classic. And if you haven't gotten out there, I mean, last night it was packed. There was a buzz going on. I, I just can't believe that, uh, the Georgia Ice Dogs, the Bulldogs, took a beating last night, 14-1, to and Georgia Tech beat Florida State 4-1, uh, so, it, you know, the Thrasher Cup will be given out tonight, Georgia Tech has won it seven times, the Bulldogs six, but the Bulldogs aren't going to win it this year, so it'll be between the Georgia Tech, Ramblin' Wreck, and the Florida State Seminoles, sorry, sorry, the Florida Gators, so uh, once again, you can call in. 912-920-4441. I think we do have a caller, and it'd be great to have someone call in here and uh, you know talk about local sports, what's going on here in local sports. And I have to say, we lost an icon in youth baseball here in Savannah, Georgia, and that was Mr. Buddy Meyer of Chain Baseball. The man did a great job. He's the one responsible for getting uh, the youth baseball program uplifted here in Savannah, Georgia. I had the pleasure of meeting him a number of times. Mr. Ben, who works the, works at the uh, Chain Academy, Mr. Ben Cole, another guy that's been part of this, uh, you know, this, this great organization, uh, the Chain Baseball. And I called this next guy this morning to have him call in because you know what he was on one of the first chain baseball teams and he became a great chain baseball coach and i never put two and two together now that i think about it he used to coach the chain links well if you know anything about chain the chain is a fence company a conveyor belt company and that's where the name chain baseball came from and that's what mr buddy uh Maya did and joining us now on espn radio savannah am 1400 and 104.3 fm hotline not the first time on my show won't be the last the head baseball coach, the administrator, uh, the admissions director over at Benedictine Military, Military School, and he is a former chain baseball player, coach, standout, chain everything, Mr. Kevin Farmer. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Carl. How are you doing? Hey, you know, it's Saturday morning. I'm talking local sports, having a lot of fun. I know this is a sad note that we're talking about this man, but you know what? You played for the guy, Buddy Mari, and he uplifted youth baseball here in Savannah way back when in 1992. Uh, I mean, it's just been, a, you know, or, or earlier, it's just been, and I wanted to get someone coming on here to tell us about Buddy Meyer. Well, when I was young, around 12 years old, playing for another team, Buddy had started a chain, uh, chain gang baseball team with uh, another employee at the conveyor and chain business, uh, uh, Mr. Jerry Futch. And, and they had numerous players. And then the next year, he opened it up for like tryouts and tried to grab some other kids in the air to play ball. And, and from there, it grew. And, uh, each year, you know, you know, you know, we'd go and play travel ball and, and, and head to Atlanta. And we almost became a part of his extended family. I mean, we would always go to his house and not only practice and hit the batting cages that he set up out on his house on Wilmington Island, but also, you know, you know, swim in the pool, eat dinner, and, you know, sh and, and even shoot pool and play billers. But, but, you know, Mr. Buddy, he, he brought something unique to Savannah and, um, I imagine his legend would definitely live on here and, and, uh, I, 
I know I do, as well as others, appreciate everything that he did for uh, baseball in Savannah. You know, and, and you know, I know, I know the claim for fame is that you know, chain baseball helps a lot of these younger guys get seen. And we know there are over 200 baseball players that had ties with chains. That are, that I think it's more than that now, isn't it, Kevin? That there are players that have played for chain baseball that have gone on to get scholarships to uh, play college baseball, and we've had guys make it to the pros. I mean, it's just a, a great a great organization that Buddy envisioned way back when. Yeah, he envisioned it, and it, and it grew when I. When I finished schooling at Georgia, I came back to Savannah and started a chain links team and, you know, I sort of followed in his footsteps and sort of mimicked what he did and grabbed, you know, a bunch of guys and, and from, you know, and played throughout their times when they were 10, 11, 12, all the way until, you know, they graduated high school. Some other people uh, took it over, but that was the concept with chain baseball and, and a lot of people got involved that helped out even more it extended it more than buddy with uh, shannon snyder and and chris edge and and andy burst and and now there's chain places and you know warner robbins and columbus and so the chain name has established itself in travel baseball um it's had its ups and downs but buddy laid the foundation years and years ago and without you know without buddy you know we, you know, we, we would have had changed baseball, so we have to appreciate that and, and, and honor him in that way. And he will be missed, and uh, but his, his legacy will live on. I mean, you just said it there. The the statewide recognition that this baseball academy gets is unbelievable. You know, and I had the pleasure of coaching a chain baseball affiliated team, and I mean, anywhere you'd go. It's just like everybody knows about East Cobb, uh, the East Cobb baseball team. Everybody knows about chain baseball. It, it's pretty, pretty ironic that he, he just wanted to get kids to play baseball and he wanted to help them, as the motto said, helping to produce scholarships for gentlemen playing baseball. I, I, I just wouldn't, I don't think he fathomed how, how big this would, would, would grow. No, and you know, and it grew and grew, and, and Buddy used his business to to help these young men. You know, there's a lot of young men who couldn't afford to travel and play, and and Buddy would foot the bill for these young men to be able to be exposed and seen. And uh, you know, and he put in a lot of money at Chainfield and Garden City, and and so, and even recently, you know, with the help of the county, with you know all the renovations at El Scottsdale Park. But it was always, always trying to better baseball here in Savannah to make it more, you know, alive, like it is in Atlanta and, and, and the northern areas of Georgia. And, um, you know, but he just loved to help young men try to, you know, reach their goals of playing collegiate baseball. And, and other people like yourself and, you know, and other parents dedicated their time and service and, and, uh, and, and, and helps as well try to, you know, mold these young men not only into good ball players, but, you know, uh, have good character and become, you know, good citizens. Well, you know, he did such a great job, and uh, I mean, and it just helped us grow. It helped you grow as a as a baseball player and as a coach. And uh, we got to be, you got to be grateful that we had a chance to uh, meet him, work with him, and enjoy his company. Because, I mean, Ben Cole is living proof of what chain baseball meant to uh, Buddy uh, Buddy Meyer. And Kevin, if you had to tell somebody uh, one last quote about Buddy Meyer. What, do you, what would you tell him about Buddy Meyer? Yeah, Buddy, Buddy was, uh, he was selfless. He, he would 
he would do anything he had to do to help someone out. And, you know, he would bend over backwards and, you know, if it was the money, you know, giving money to help a kid play ball or if it was, you know, supporting a team to carry that chain name or, or even just giving someone tickets to go see the sand mask, you know, he was very selfless and he just, you know, was a, he had a loving heart and, uh, and, um, you know, he will be missed and I personally miss him and, uh, and, you know, but we know he's, you know, going to look out for us in the future and, and, uh, his family, you know, and we appreciate all the time that they allowed him to, you know, be away from them and, to, you know, to sacrifice their time and, you know, to help baseball in Savannah and help young men grow. So, so Freddie Myers is a, is a standout figure in my life and others. Well, Kevin, I think I take I thank you for taking the time. I know you're up there with your daughter and your family at Chilean competition. I really do appreciate it. And uh, once again, uh, I mean, I really, I really, uh, really, and, you know, like you said, the man was selfish, and he, he built it for the boys in this area, and now it's statewide. And uh, once again, uh, hopefully, uh, more people like you and I will carry this on. Uh, once again, I appreciate it, and thanks, Kevin. Um, thank you, and uh, appreciate it, and uh, thank you for all you do still with the uh, sports area, sports teams and the sport in Savannah. People like you are, should be given a lot of credit as well. We appreciate you. Thanks, Carl. Well, I'm just like you, Kevin. We do it for the kids, and I appreciate that comment. Now, if you'd like to go to Mr. Uh, William Buddy Myers' uh, viewing, it'll be tomorrow, 2 p.m. Sorry, Sunday. Yeah, tomorrow, 2 p.m. at Fox and Weeks, the Island Chapel right there on Highway 80. And, uh... The uh, service will be uh, right there at 4 o'clock. So, Mr. Buddy Meyer, chain baseball, great man, great legacy. All right, I got to do this quick. Uh, well, I don't have time to do this quick. I'll come back later on and give you the high school scoreboard, how to talk about Buddy Meyer. Once again, you're listening. To, well, let me step back. Okay, next up, I got to introduce my next guest because she's been waiting patiently and she's one of the best basketball players in this area. She has had to overcome a couple of. Uh, knee injuries, but she's back on the court, and she had a big night the other night, and that's our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Savannah Country Day basketball player, Junior Amari Oliver, and you're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by 26 of the finest, best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the area. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Grand Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth.com. Next up, Savannah Country Day basketball player Amari Oliver, our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. You're listening to The Call of Demasi, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. And remember, it's powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> And I'm Cliff DeMasi, 
And today's show is brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. And that's right, you're listening to the Call of the Bossy Sports Report. We're here every Saturday from 9 until 11. We have two games. First game was 9 till 10, and now we're in the second game from 10 to 11. We're in the second quarter, and this is one of my favorite It probably is my favorite part because we get to bring in the kids, the athletes. Now, if you have an athlete that has done something special, please... Email me, kdemasi, K-D-E-M-A-S-I at hotmail.com. Give me a call. My personal cell number, 912-507-9158. Go to Facebook, the Call Demasi Sports Report. Message me there. I want you to pick the good kids, even though this person was nominated from by uh, one of my uh, local friends. And I said, you know, great story. And, uh, you know, she's done a great job coming back from two knee, two knee surgeries. I got a chance to coach against her when she was a freshman, and she was tough to handle as a freshman. But you know what? She, she's uh, had two ACL surgeries. Who would think that someone would come back after two ACL surgeries? She's played an eight game so far for the Savannah Country Day uh, Lady Hornets. Uh, she also plays volleyball. She also does shot put for the track team. She's a B-plus average student. She's averaging 8.6 points, 7.9 rebounds in the eight games she's been back. The Hornets are much better with her there. Uh, Tuesday night, this is when, uh, Wednesday when I went to school, someone uh, told me that Amari's back. And I, I knew Amari was back. I didn't know when she was going to start playing. But she had 16 points on 7 for 10 shooting, that's 70%. 9 rebounds, 3 steals. I mean, and she's a big part of the uh, Lady Hornets athletic program at Country Day. Joining us now in the ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM studio, is the junior basketball player, well, three-sport athlete over at Savannah Country Day, Amari Oliver. Good morning, Amari. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Well, I'm glad you could join me, and I'm glad you're back. And like they said in one movie, I forget what movie it was, but she's back, so you better watch out the rest of the league. So, I mean, you're back playing basketball. You're, I know Coach Park is excited about it. I mean, when I said, to, oh, yeah, she's, she's, she's ready for this, she's ready to come back, and she was excited about it. And, uh, you know, I know it's been a big part of your life, and, uh, you know, your dad, basketball coach, mom's into the, the physical education stuff. When did they make you start? No, no, let's take that back. Sorry, Mom. When did you start playing basketball? Because I don't think they forced it upon you. When did you start playing? Um, I started playing basketball when I was around four years old. My parents got me my own goal, and I just shot around by myself. But officially, I played with the team around third grade for the YMCA and then just progressed from there. And, I, and YMCA is where a lot of our local basketball players get their start. So, I mean, uh, you know, you, you, you're starting playing basketball, and now you're into your junior year, and there's so much about basketball. There's the competition, there's the teammates, uh, the camaraderie, uh, you know, being an offensive player, being a defensive player, what do you like most about the sport, about basketball? What 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 makes Amari love basketball? Um, the most that I like about basketball is the high, fast pace, and how the game how the game goes. Like you never know who's gonna win because, uh, like, at the end of the game, it could be one team's ahead by two points, and all of a sudden, someone makes a three, and then they win. Like it just, I love the you never know. How, how it will go, and I just love the real fast pace and the excitement that a basketball bring, basketball game brings every single You every never single know time. what's going to happen, and that's what makes it so fun. You might be playing the best team in the league, and you might not be the best team in the league. Yeah. you got a shot at beating them. Yep. So, and, uh, you know, you're back now, two knee surgeries. Uh, I mean, when I watched you, you were strong down low on the block. If anybody know, doesn't know, if you look at a basketball court, there's that little key, they call it, and there's a big block at the corner. I mean, uh, and you were very good. Like last uh, Tuesday night, you were 7 for 10 shooting, but you also pulled down nine rebounds and had three steals. There's a lot of different skills. From, what, do you, what is Amari's best skill? 
Um, I would say my best skill would be that I'm able to track the ball when other teams and my team shoot it so that I can position myself in the best way to get the rebound. And also, since I've been playing with my team for so long, I know, like, if Taylor shoots it, I know where it's going to go if, if she misses. So I can just already move and I can see where the ball is. So I would say mainly rebounding is my best skill. Do you, do you want to get the most rebounds in the game? Um, that's my goal. But my goal is just to do what I can to better better the team. I mean, I, I don't really like to be a selfish player. <laughs> I just want to just try my best to do what I can. And I know rebounding is one of my best things, right. so I will rebound. As the scoring happens, it happens. Yeah, that's so, but, uh, you know, I mean, and you, you've been very good at the game, and you, you've been one of the standout girls basketball players in this area. I know the knee injuries have slowed you down. Uh, what, what was the routine for you to get back? I mean, ACL, now ACL on both knees right yes what was the routine to get you back into you know so you can come back and play basketball it was a lot of physical therapy at Optum Orthopedics. <laughs> Good plug right there. I'm glad you said Optum Orthopedics. But yes, you know, there are other places in town that, you know, that do orthopedic uh, rehab. So go ahead. Um, there's a lot of rehab. It's six months that you have to rehab. And I had my two, um, my two ACLs. Uh, no, my two, um, Train like trainers. At oh, your athletic trainers, your yes. rehab, uh, what are the physical therapists? Yes. Is that what it is? There you go, physical therapists. Okay. <laughs> I had orthopedics, Eric and Josh. They were great. They were fun to hang out with. We had a really good time, and I just worked really hard because I really wanted to get back playing. We just kept going and worked hard during rehab, and also with rehab, I worked at school with my with our athletic trainers Ed and Laura, and we worked on basketball skills just dribbling up and down making sure i can cut and stuff like that so ed, ed livingston knows what he's doing yes oh, so sorry ed if you're listening and I, I worked with ed ed was a trainer of mine when i was head coach at groves and at st andrews he does a great job he, he was the athletic trainer for my kids and now he's over country day and ed i'm only joking ed I, I you really do a great job so i was only having fun with that so uh so you're back playing now and your goal of course was to get back playing yes. but as far as basketball on the team what was your personal goal um, my personal goals would be just to keep hustling for my team and, like I said, to rebound so that we can do better. I also will dive on the floor to get loose balls so that we can continue and progress to win. But um, another goal that I have, since I've missed half of the season, um, I plan on getting at least 100 points for myself for this season. But since hi since I've uh, started high school basketball, my goal has always been to can make the 1,000-point club right. at school. And I'm just working to make that goal for myself. But mainly, I just want to do things that will help my team. Well, you know, you have to overcome the obstacles, and that's a good goal to set. I mean, it makes you work harder. And uh, what I like, what I'm hearing, what I like, and I hope people are listening. I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. I'm talking to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Omari Oliver from Savannah Country Day. It, you know, it, it's 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 your unselfishness, the rebounding, because rebounding is unselfishness. And you know, I, I think Coach Parker and Coach Mock really like what they're hearing. And, you know, Coach, I know Coach Parker, you know, she says you work just as hard as anybody she's ever coached before. And, uh, you know, as far as the team goes now, you have that goal of 100 points. What, what, what's the team goal this year? Um, we just want to each game that we play 
realize what mistakes we've made, win or loss, and progress off of that and just go as far as we can in the region and state tournament. That That's just mainly our goal that we would like to accomplish. Well, I think what's it, the top three teams in, in your side of the sub-region make the playoffs? Is that how it works? I think that's how it worked in volleyball. I'm not sure about the basketball. Um, I yeah, I think it's the top three teams. Top three. So, you know, you played a close one last night with the best team yeah. people are saying in Savannah, the girls' yeah. team, Calvary Day School. Wasn't it tied at halftime or a close? It was tied, wasn't it? 18-18? Yes. yes, sir. So, I mean, you guys gave uh, you know gave it your best shot. And there's there's some really good players out there and there's some good players on your team. So here's your shout-out to give some love to your, your, your sisters on the basketball team. <laughs> um, overall, I, I love my team. Like I could, I would not trade them for any other team. We always we hang out all the time, and just I love hanging out with them. We have so many funny stories, and I just there's there's words can't describe how much I love them because they they're amazing. They're amazing girls, and smart amazing girls, and I. Well, from what I see, there's only nine girls on the team. That's, yeah. that's pretty tough because, you know, you want to have a big bench. You want to have at least 10, 11, 12 yeah. players. And uh, you guys only got nine players. And uh, I know I've seen Brianna Carney's name on there, a number. Uh, Carolina Pickney, uh, Taylor Parker, great shooter, mom's yes. daughter, the coach's daughter. Chandler Royal, I mean, hard worker. Anna Muller, I think, is going to yeah. be one of the best around. I mean, yeah. I know she's 6'2", but she's, I mean, I got to watch the play this year. I was really impressed with her. So uh, let me not forget the other girls. <laughs> Help her out. Land, Landry rushing. Uh, Ikina. Ekene. How do you say it? Ekene. Ek, how do I say it? Ekene. Ekene. Azobia. Azobia. There you go. <laughs> I, I don't teach her, but it, it's a tough name to pronounce. It. Now, being a teacher over 30 years, there's some tough names. So, Ekene. How do I say it again? Ekene Azobia. Ekene Azobia. I mean, uh, and uh, Joelle Strickland. So, uh, the girls' country day right now, they're 10 and 7 overall. Uh, I don't have their region record, but the top three in the region make it. Matter of fact, let's find it right now. Who's ahead of you? So, uh, I mean, Calvary, Claxton, Jenkins yes. County, Portal, Country Day. Mm -hmm. So you got to go through your second half of the schedule to play those teams. So uh, yes. I think you guys will be ready about it. And so I know there's two ladies there that have been big part of your life, just like Mom. Tell us about Coach Parker and Coach Mock. Uh, Coach Parker and Coach Mock are both amazing women that just want the best for our team. Like, during practice, they will be really tough on us and make us work um, hard and so that when we play the tougher teams um, that we play to their le level if not better and also even though they're coaches off the court they're still they will hang out with us all the time we, we, like I said with our, not just with our team with them we have so many funny stories from bus trips like if we go out to dinner or something like that so they not only connect with us uh, by um, a coach's standard they give a personal relationship to each one of each one of the players, and I really love that about them. Like, all coaches at Country Aid do that, too. They all have a connection with um, each of the players. Then that that's one thing that I really love, because I can come to them for anything. If I'm, like, if I have a bad, have a bad day at school, I can just tell them, and then... Somebody you can confide with that's on yeah. campus, not just your friends. That's yes. pretty neat. All right, well, we got to wrap it up here. Now, I just said you play volleyball, basketball, and track. Which one do you like the most? Um, I have to say basketball. I just, like I said before, I love the fast pace and how it's in anybody's game. And just really love that about the sport. Now, are there any other activities you do outside of basketball athletics? Are there any clubs that you belong there? Any, uh, you know, groups that you're more involved in? Because I know at small schools, you guys are spread thin. Um, I am in my cooking for a cure club at school, and we bake uh, bake goods and pastries for the less fortunate. 
And next year, since the seniors are leaders now, next year I'm going to be one of the leaders for them That's or good. for that club. But um, I also do club volleyball, and I'm, I try and do other stuff. But since I do three sports, it's it's such it's, a it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's very tough. All my time is taken up. Therefore, I I really want to do what, like help um, the less fortunate and stuff. But it's well, I mean, we got you know close it out here. So. You're only a junior. You're going to be back next year. So I really, you know, what, what, what is the atmosphere? What, what, what is, what is it? Uh, the question I'm looking for. Go uh, on the country day. What does it meant to you being there and being part of that uh, family, whether it be school or sports? Tell us about what country day has meant to Amari Oliver. Um, country day, the their education program means a lot to me. Like, like I feel really confident for when I go into college because the workload that they give and how the teachers are really understanding and will come to you. Even if they see you struggling in class, they will come to you and say, "Do you would you like to see me after school?" and stuff like that. And even when I see them after school, they give it like the coaches a personal relationship. We have laughs. We may share food, and it's just. I would like. I'm just really confident for when I go to college that I'll be perfectly prepared, and I won't. I won't uh, slip up in college, and I'll be perfectly fine. Well, I mean, Amari, you've made a name for yourself, and I know your future plans of college and all that other stuff. But uh, welcome back. I mean, you, you're making. Uh, you know, you're making your school proud, your family proud, and to see you come back after two knee surgeries. Uh, you know, it's something special, and uh, that's why you were nominated for this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week for January 18th. Amari Oliver, remember, she's back. Savannah Country Day Basketball right here on ESPN Radio 104.3 FM. And uh, once again, uh, I look forward to see where you wind up going to college, and hopefully you'll take your basketball talents <laughs> yes. there, too. Great job. Thank Here's you. Here's the plaque from Dr. Bart Weatherington. Remember, this is all sponsored by the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room if you can. Well, at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to move better, to have a less painful life, and, of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Next up, we're going to talk a little national sports. And I know I don't do that much, but i got a good friend mine that writes for the New York Post in New York City. He's the giant beat sports reporter, and that's Paul Schwartz from Strockway, New York. That's my hometown. And you're listening to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> and I'll call the C, and I'm glad you could join me on ESPN Radio. Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. Hey, I, I know I know we don't have uh, the Atlanta Falcons in the NFC Championship this year. So, uh, you know, we talked about it a lot last year, and I had this uh, good good, good, good acquaintance of mine. It happens to go back, way back when, to our high school days at East Rockway High School, New York. He's been the... Uh, 
giant sports reporter, beat reporter for uh, a number of years. He knows his NFL football. He loves his NFL football. And right now he's he's out there in Seattle getting ready for the Seattle uh, Seahawks against the San Francisco 49ers uh, big NFC championship game. And we know in the AFC championship we got Denver against um, New England, Tom Brady, and uh, Peyton Manning, and uh, you know, just exciting to talk to him about this, and I'm glad he could join me. And I know it's early in the morning; he got up to do this. Joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 14104.3 FM Hotline is good friend of mine, former classmate, still a classmate from East Rockway, now with the New York Post, Paul Schwartz. Paul, what's up? Carl, oh, good morning. How you doing? Hey, you know, it's a Saturday morning, Paul, and I'm talking sports, and I know you and I used to love doing it way back when, and uh, you've been doing it for uh, more years than I have, and uh, it's just fun talking about sports, especially national sports, and uh, last year, if you remember, I brought you on at the same time, you told us about the Falcons, they're not this year, so uh, we want to get your input on what's going to happen today and what's going on, so how are you doing out there in Seattle? Uh, it's been good. I've been here most of the week. Um, I think the Seahawks are very loose. Uh, they're pretty healthy, uh, other than Percy Harvin not being able to play uh, because of his concussion. Uh, you know, it, it's it's the two best teams in the NFC. I think people saw this matchup coming. You can ignore the fact that the 49ers were, what, a five seed? Everyone knew that was, you know, not really indicative of, of the caliber of the team they have. And, you know, this is, this is a, there's a lot of storylines. The 49ers are trying. They're in the third straight. NFC Championship game. Last year they came within a few points of winning the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I mean, they are they are um, a, a slight underdog here. The Seahawks are, what, 16-1 and in their last 17 games at home. They've never lost a home playoff game. This uh, building where Seattle plays is unlike any place in the league. I've been virtually everywhere, and, uh, you know, these, these 12 signs they have up are, are legit. The crowd thinks that they are part of the game. They really think they're the 12th man. They they go crazy. I don't know if it's the way the building is shaped or if they pump in noise, but it is incredibly loud. So it uh, and and and, and uh, importantly, the weather is supposed to be very neutral. It's supposed to be about 45 degrees, cloudy, no rain, not any wind issue. So it'll be a very fair, even game. Well, what about what about the uh, you know the key? Uh, let's go to the offense side of the ball without having Percy Harvin and you know uh, Golden Tate's banged up. You think that's going to hurt the Seahawks today? Well, yes and no. It, you know the you know the, the Doug Baldwin's and the Golden Tates. They say you know don't forget they haven't had Percy Harvin all season. He's played forty snaps all year. He played one game. And then he got hurt. And then he played last week in the playoff game and got hurt. So, and but in that playoff game last week, he looked like he could really do some things. But he got hurt, got a concussion, did not pass the test, so he's not playing. So this is not a situation where the Seahawks have to kind of, you know, figure out what to do. They've been doing it all year. When healthy, Percy Harvin is their best receiver, but he hasn't been healthy all year. I mean, really all year. So they have. You know, overcome that. You know, their offense has not been great. They've been running the ball. Uh, Russell Wilson has not been throwing it that great. You know, they're not a great pass offense. There's no doubt about it. They're, they can make some big plays, but they are more of a pounded, grinded team and then have Russell Wilson kind of run around and create things. So, you know, it, it's, it's, I don't think that they will score a lot of points against the 49ers because the 49ers defense is so good. 
Well, I mean, it, it's going to be an exciting game. And on the other side, you got Kaepernick, who uh, you know wants to run wild. And you know, Paul's little little uh, connection out there with the San Francisco 49ers and uh, one of their special team specialists who, who plays mainly on special teams, number 83, Demarcus Dobbs, is from Calvary Day School right here in Savannah, Georgia. He went to UGA, and now he's been a big part of their special team. So a lot of people here rooting in, uh, rooting for the 49ers. Well, uh, you know, the 49ers are a national team, let's face it. You know, you know, I'm here, and obviously one of the reasons I'm here, obviously to cover the game, but also to look ahead to the first New York Super Bowl. And you say, well, who would be the most interesting teams in the New York Super Bowl, the first New York outdoor cold-weather Super Bowl? And, you know, the 49ers are a national team. The Seahawks are a regional team. There's no doubt about it. So you have 49er fans in Georgia. You have them in New York. You have them a lot of places. You know, it's... It's a big-time traditional team. Uh, they're much more of a glamour team in Seattle. And, and, you know, quite frankly, the Seahawks feel that. The Seahawks welcome people coming in to talk about their team. You know, they're not a, a national team. They've become a national story, but they're still, they kind of like that 12th man. We're up in the Pacific Northwest. Nobody really knows or talks much about us. The 49ers have been there, done that. Let's face it, this is their third straight, you know, uh, NFC Championship game. They've got the legacies with Steve Young and Joe Montana, uh, you know, this would be just another feather in their cap. Well, it's going to be pretty exciting, and, uh, you know, I know it's going to be a tough one for the 49ers, but I guess that's who I'm rooting for. Uh, let's go to the AFC, where you got uh, the uh, Brady-Manning 4, number 4 rematch. What, what, what's your take on that game? Well, that, that's the, the marquee game as far as the quarterbacks. It's so interesting, isn't it, Carl, that you have the two you know, old warriors, Brady and Manning in one conference, and you have the young guns, Kaepernick and Wilson, in the other conference. So the Super Bowl is guaranteed to have one of these, you know, big old pocket-passing quarterbacks in Brady or Manning against one of the young guns. So it will be a really interesting setup to the Super Bowl year, the, uh, the old versus the new. Um, I, you know, I think the Patriots are being shortchanged. All season, people are saying they're not that good. You know, Brady doesn't have a lot of weapons. They don't have Gronkowski. They don't have Hernandez, obviously. They don't have this. They don't have that. Uh, and, and you know what? They just win, win, win. And, and, and I know the Patriots' defense is not great. I know it's not even good. But I think Belichick's brain makes up for a lot of that. He can put guys in the right place, and they can sort of do the job. And, you know, the the... the the Broncos are really banged up. No Von Miller. The safety Harris is out now. And I think the Patriots are going to score points against the Broncos. I really do. So I, I, I think nationally people, you know, Peyton Manning is the number one story in this playoffs. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Brady's big. These other guys are big. Peyton Manning coming back, comeback player of the year, 50-something touchdowns, coming off neck surgery. I think he is the story. And you know, the, the, the story of the game tomorrow, whether will be if he wins or he loses, that is the storyline. Well, it, it should be a great one. And I agree, I, you know, me personally, you know, once again, you're in New York, you follow the Jets, their biggest rivalry are the Patriots. I think this has been the best coaching job Bill Belichick has ever done. We know he's a defensive guru, but, you know, Brady's been all about passing the ball, and I know he's only had one great receiver in Moss and everything else. But for them to transform from a passing team to a running team is what I've been most impressed with this year. Well, yeah, very few teams can do that. You know, teams are what they are usually, and you know, you got a guy like Garrett Blount who, 
you know, I guess anyone who plays fantasy football knows, you know, did virtually nothing all season. He has a game here, a game there, and then he just explodes last week. And that happens in the playoffs, but not that often. Usually, if you'd see an offensive explosion, it would be from Tom Brady, from his arm, things like that. And, uh, you know, they, they, they put in specific game plans for specific games. Nobody's better at that than Belichick. You expect one thing, you get something else. You expect them to come out throwing, they run the ball. You expect them to run the ball. You know, maybe this week, tomorrow, they come out throwing the ball. And you say, where's that great, uh, you know, running attack that we saw last week? I think they're very unpredictable, but they're predictable in the way they usually execute. You know, Brady is great. Uh, it's, it's very compelling, you know, to watch those two quarterbacks, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, going out there, you know, will it be the last shot for either, both of them? It could be. You know, they're not young guys anymore. And so, you know, although there's no sign of them slowing down, uh, you know, the, the last roundup, will they be able to, you know, one of the teams will get into the Super Bowl and, you know, Brady will be looking for his fourth ring. Uh, Manning will be looking for a second. And, you know, those guys don't like talking about things like legacies, but everyone like me and you do. And this is a tremendous <laughs> legacy team for both these quarterbacks. I mean, you know, it's definitely you, you got it's all about legacy and that's, you know, that's how they that's how they rate out quarterbacks. I mean, Dan Marino never won a, never won a, you know, a Super Bowl, but you know what? He's one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen play the game, but you know, it's all about how many Super Bowls you've won, right? Well, you know, yes and no. I, I no one says Dan Marino was not one of the great quarterbacks, but I think people who didn't see him will say well, he didn't win a Super Bowl, therefore we have to discount him. I mean, look, I cover Eli Manning, and there's no greater quarterback when you look at a legacy than Eli Manning. Eli Manning's statistics and the way he plays during the regular season has been up and down. It's been good. Sometimes it's been very good. It's rarely been great. This year it was terrible. And yet he has two Super Bowl MVP awards, and therefore his legacy will be that of a winner. He will, you know, forever be hailed in New York as a guy who won two Super Bowls improbably. You know, this wasn't a, a powerhouse superstar team the Giants had, yet they won two Super Bowls with him leading two touchdown-winning drives at the end of those games. So, you know, that's his legacy. You know, Hayden has won, and if he didn't have won, this would be a monstrous game for him. But he does have that one. But uh, just as you say, when you talk about Marino, you say he's a great quarterback, but... He never won a Super Bowl. With Peyton Manning, you say he's probably the greatest regular season quarterback ever, but he's only won one Super Bowl. Once he gets two, I think, then you're splitting hairs. Two versus three. Once he gets the second, if he gets that second, then I think you can make the argument he could be the best quarterback of all time. Well, Paul, we could do this for hours on hours, and i got about 30 seconds for a hard break. Give me me your pick. So you're saying Seahawks? Against the Patriots. No, I'm saying 49ers. At the beginning of the playoffs, I picked 49ers and Patriots. I'm going to stick by that. I think the only team that could come into Seattle and win is the 49ers. I don't think any other team could have done it. Uh, I don't think Carolina could have done it. The Saints, nobody. So uh, I think the 49ers are built to play a tough, physical, you know, kick-ass kind of games that you used to play with East Rockaway. You know, one of those kind of games where there's not a lot of points. And, uh, you know, the linebackers make the play. So I think the 49ers win. I think the Patriots win. And I think it sets up a, a, a tremendously compelling Super Bowl. 
Well, you know, I guess I was reading into the first part how, how much you uh, said the Seattle Seahawks played at home. But once again, Paul, it's always a pleasure. Always great catching up with you. You do a great job. I love reading your articles on the Internet, and I follow you all the time. Thanks for taking the time, and have fun out there in Seattle. Thanks, Carl. Let's do it again. You got it. And that's Paul Schwartz of the New York Post, the New York Giants beat sports reporter. I mean, I'm telling you right now, he knows his football. He covers them all year long. And uh, I'm glad to say that, you know, we had a lot of fun back in high school writing for the uh, high school paper. And his article every 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 month was known about Schwartz on sports. And I got the little tidbits on the end. But you know what? He's a professional journalist now, and I'm just having a lot of fun doing what I do. And I know he does, too. Remember, this cannot happen without our sponsors, Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, your coach, parent, local organization. You need uniforms. You need cleats. You need sports-specific shoes. You need basketballs, baseballs. You need trophies, plaques to award to your team or your employees. Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, located at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, right there behind the Oglethorpe Mall, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business. They have been in business for over 45 years. So stop by and get some great help from Russell, Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Jen at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, and they will help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Next up, we got to wrap this up. Not going to be a lot of time. You're listening to the call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and you're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio. AM 1400 and 101. County head girls basketball coach Curtis Stevens. H.T. Dakins basketball coach, head boys basketball coach Bakari Bryan. Uh, weather team, chiropractic clinic, after the week, Santa Coach, day basketball player Mari Oliver, and a good friend of mine from East Rockaway, New York, New York Post, New York Giant beat writer Paul Schwartz. What's on sports? Always great to you. He's going with the 49ers and Patriots, and I'm going to go with the 49ers and the Broncos just because I love Pete Manning and, you know, Jet fan also at heart, and I just don't want to see the Patriots win. But anyway, it's a great show. PJ Zuko down there in the Golden Isles will be on the road next week. Yes, I'll be traveling to Brunswick to be in the ESPN Coastal Georgia studio to broadcast my show. I'm looking forward to it. A lot of fun. Brand new studio. It's going to be a good job time down there with PJ. You got that, PJ? Well, PJ's down there running the board, so he's got a lot to do. Don't forget, we got Savannah. Hockey Tire Classic, the 16th annual tonight. You'll see Florida State take on the University of Florida at 5.30. Then at 8.30, it's Georgia against Georgia Tech. And remember, Florida State and Florida go at it. Florida beating the uh, Bulldogs last night 14-1. Florida State losing to the uh, Yellow Jackets 4-1. It's going to be the Yellow Jackets looking for their seventh Thrasher Cup. Well, two else. Once again, it's been a lot of fun. I'm ready to join you. You may be doing the rest of the week. Always get it out of the pool. Until next week, always, always have a great week. Well,
Again, this this has been the Carl DeRossi Sports. And I'm going to say, go 49ers and DeMarcus Dobbs. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head is your exclusive local home for Mike and Mike in the morning. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. The nation's most popular sports talk show. Mike Greenberg and Mike Golick get your morning started off with a unique mix of brains and brawn. From their stone-cold lead pipe locks to the news of the weird and interviews with the latest newsmakers in sports. Join Greeny and Golick every weekday morning right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head. AM 1400 and FM 104.3.